Welcome to The Secret Sauce. I am your host, Kip Schubert, and this is a podcast of educators sharing their stories and how that has led them to their own secret sauce in building connections and relationships and being educators on purpose. Be sure to follow us so you don't miss an episode and reach out to me about coming to your school and sharing my secret sauce with your students and staff. Our stories, our experiences matter. They are the foundation that helps us to connect with those who need us most. They enable us to reach back over that mountain and become the Sherpa that our students and our staff need to reach their own summit. Here we go with episode number 12, Reach Back Over That Mountain. In 2017, I accepted a job as a social studies teacher and head boys soccer coach at Sepulpa, Oklahoma. It was my first job coaching since my recovery from alcoholism in 2014. Soccer was a game I had loved, played, and coached my entire life until the addiction whispered in my ear that I needed to give it up. I was scared, excited, and unaware that this job would reveal to me just who and what my secret sauce was for. I took over a program that had not won much in its entire existence. They were the proverbial doormat to 6A Oklahoma boys soccer, but I was full of hope, faith, and determination to change that. And that is exactly what we did. But through the course of turning the culture of that program around, I was blessed to develop so many relationships with my players that have altered the course of my life. These relationships revealed to me my secret sauce and opened the door for me to finally understand my why. Young men like Nick Ryan, Tyson Scott, Spencer Braswell, Aiden Haslam, Carson Lampro, Eric Ramirez, Hayden Moore, Connor Cornelius, Caleb Walsh, and many more I know cons- I now consider my family. But there were two that crossed my path for a super special reason. Twins, Nate and Mason Sarver. You talk about knuckleheads. You know, these two grabbed my heart instantly. I could see myself in them both. And as the first year with them progressed, I wanted to wring their necks and hug them all at the same time. You know, Nate became an instant starter, and Mason had more potential than he realized, but at first just could not get out of his own way. These two boys taught me patience and how to love my players unconditionally. Nate was a happy-go-lucky kid, but never really believed in the greatness within him. And I think Mason knew it was there, but he fought, fought hard against feeling worthy to obtain it. That first year when Mason would get upset, he would just sit down on the field. I mean, really, he would just sit down. I had never had a player do that. The two twins even got into a fight with one another during one training session. My assistant that year was pushing hard for me to cut them both and remove them from the team. The old me would have done it in a heartbeat. But the first month I met them, there was something about them, something that I could relate to. I could see my struggles in them. It was going to be up to me to reach back over that mountain and help guide them up the mountain they were facing. It was not going to be easy, but the answer was simple. Show up and love them. Listen to them. Show them that you value them as human beings and constantly let them know that they are the greatest miracles in the world. You know, entering their senior year, Nate and Mason began to buy into the discipline. 
their commitment to the team changed. You could see the we before the me attitude in what they would do. In the classroom, they did better. Grades came up, no discipline issues. They began to be on time instead of always late. And I think these two were finding family in the team. One of our keywords in the culture that we were creating. Nate again became a starter, and you could see that he believed in the team, in himself, and the family. Mason was a huge turnaround. He went from being the kid who played only JV, the player who refused to participate, who sat down on the field, to a captain and a starting central midfielder. They bought in, and it showed in all that they did. And all it took was for someone to share that secret sauce with them. I just love them. And that love did the rest. I was their surrogate belief until they could believe in themselves. It was the first time that I realized the impact that sharing my secret sauce could have. It wasn't about the wins anymore, the championships, the coach of the year awards. It was just about leading and loving others. And that is why when I, when I, and that is when I first saw the real wins creating champions on and off the field relationships that would be lifelong and life-changing for them and for me. At the end of that year on senior night, I was more emotional than normal. The core of what began the turnaround in that program was graduating. They were like my own kids. And I knew that this would be the last time I would get to see them, coach them and interact with them on a daily basis. But Mason and Nate were just a little different. By this time, I needed them as much or more as they needed me. They had become a piece of my soul, and it was so hard to come to grips with the fact that they would not be there every day the next year. Both boys received All-State Honorable Mention that year, and I don't think in 28 years of coaching that I have ever been more proud of a, of a group of players and two players than I was of them. They were like sons to me. I could see myself in them. I could see my own boys, Blake and Brady, in them. And they were family for life. But the one amazing thing about developing real, authentic relationships is that they last. And just because these two twin young men were graduating didn't mean they would be gone. Quite the opposite. Our relationships would continue to grow and strengthen in the years to come. The next year, I needed an assistant coach, and my first thought was Mason. The growth, he, the growth he had shown, his knowledge of the game, was beyond what most people knew, and he had a tremendous love for the team, for the family. He was just an 18-year-old kid, but I went into my athletic director and laid it out for him. Mason needed this opportunity, and selfishly, I needed it too. He was mature, responsible, could separate himself as a staff coach and not a player, and the boys had his respect. My AD agreed, and Mason became my assistant coach. Nate was just a different kind of cat, but he would come around quite often and never missed a game and would stand with us on the sideline. Me and those Sarver boys grew extremely close, and I cannot begin to emphasize the importance of relationships to you. We had the most unique job in the world, where just by seeing, hearing, and valuing young people, we can not just empower their lives, but in return, ours are as well. 
You see, for so long, I thought my gift to connect with students and staff was a gift benefit me. It was to fill my cup, validate me as a teacher, a coach, and as a human being. But I was wrong. My gift was only there for me to give it away to others. And when Mason and Nate taught me that lesson, the return it gave me to my soul was more than I ever dreamed or imagined. I sought some sort of purpose, some level of, of success and achievement my entire career in education. Yet when I learned who my gift was really for, I finally found all that I had been seeking. So when I say life is just not about me, I mean it. It is about others. But what it returns to you, that is the huge payoff in why we became educators in the first place. When I resigned my position at Sepulpa to move to Colorado, Mason did as well. And leaving my own children who had lives and families elsewhere was very tough. Be right behind them, the toughest part of leaving Oklahoma for the mountains was all the relationships I had cultivated weren't coming with me physically to Colorado. Mason and Nate were at the top of that list. But here's an example of just how special relationships could be. I knew I had poured out my heart for those two boys, and they did the same for me. When we moved, I had a large U-Haul truck and, and two storage units full of our stuff to put into it. Just so happened, Mason and Nate worked for Mayfire Moving, and they showed up with another dozen or so of alumni and current players and parents and directed the packing of that U-Haul. It was a professional job, and all of our stuff got to Colorado without a scratch. We could have not done it without them. It was 100 degrees, and they showed up and worked their tail off for Cindy and I just because we loved one another and just because we experienced the power of relationship. We were off to Colorado, but as I drove off in that U-Haul, my eyes filled with tears because Mason and Nate weren't coming with me. Real relationships last. Mason has gotten married to his longtime gal, Emily. He, Nate, and I are in constant contact with one another. And I even tried to convince Mason and Emily to move here to the mountains just so he could be my assistant here in Woodland Park, Colorado. But as you know, the assistant coach's stipends for what is mostly considered a minor sport can't support a family. However, no matter how many miles are between us, these relationships will stay with me for the rest of my life. These two young men continue to fill my cup. There were many others from my time at Sepulpa as well. And I get random texts and calls all the time looking for advice or just to chat. They are always the highlight of my day and remind me of my why. Sure, I think educators need to be paid more. We need to be valued for what we actually do for the young people of our country. However, the greatest reward for me lies in the relationships that I have been blessed to have formed over my career. Those are the things that fill my heart and soul with passion and purpose because I do my best to lead and love others to believe and discover that they are the greatest miracles in the world. I too am empowered to know that I am one of those greatest miracles as well. In my battle with addiction and alcoholism, all I ever wanted was to know that I mattered. I finally found all that I was searching for when I just devoted my life to reaching back over that mountain to let others know that they truly mattered. I reached back over that mountain and took Mason and Nate by the hand, and I have never let go. 
and they also have never let go of me. Reaching back over that mountain to form real, authentic relationships will be something that you will never regret or forget. And just like Mason and Nate, those relationships will never let go of your heart. So use that secret sauce. Share your story because you have some Masons and Nates that need you on the other side of that mountain. I would love to connect with, connect with you. Let's form that relationship and impact some lives together. Look for The Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. It would be an honor to have you share this podcast on your social media. And be sure and follow us so you don't miss the next episode. If you would like to be a guest, share your story and how it has empowered you to build life-changing relationships with students and staff, please reach out to me. I would love to have you on as a guest. Continue to share your story, create, create connections and relationships, and a school culture that impacts students and staff for a lifetime. Your story is so important. It matters so much. Reach back over that mountain, grab a hold of your Mason and your Nate, and never let go, because I promise you, they will never let go of you. Till next time.